This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and aisle seat enthusiast. I'm also a big fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, and anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. Each day, I'm going to share a few of my favorite deep cuts with you. So let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365. On October 4th, 1905, Orville Wright piloted the first flight to last longer than 30 minutes. That seems like not a lot of time in the air, considering that there's currently an 18-hour and 30-minute flight from Singapore to Newark, but back at the turn of the 20th century, planes were very new. In fact, Orville and his brother, Wilbur, had only just gotten their first airplane off the ground two years earlier, and being able to sustain a flight was a big deal. They didn't even start flying passengers until three years later, but let's reverse. Wilbur Wright was born in Indiana in 1867. His brother, Orville Wright, was born a few years later in 1871. The family moved to just outside Dayton, Ohio, and Wilbur and Orville became fast friends growing up. As small children, they both shared a fascination with a little helicopter toy designed by the French model airplane pioneer Alphonse Pinal. The toy was made out of cork, bamboo, and paper, and had twirling blades that moved via a rubber band. Wilbur and Orville were so fascinated by the toy and its design, they ultimately broke it and ended up building their own. Foreshadowing much? Wilbur was a great student and planned to attend Yale University after graduating high school, but in 1885, he was badly injured while playing hockey and fell into a deep depression. He did not graduate high school, and he did not go to college. Four years later, his mother died of tuberculosis. Orville didn't go to college either, Instead, he and Wilbur put their incredible design and assembly skills to use. In 1889, they built their own printing press and started a newspaper they started calling the West Side News, a career move that transitioned briefly into commercial printing. Then, in 1893, they got into building bikes, eventually opening a bike repair and sale shop where they sold some of their own designs. So clearly the rights were pretty inventive. They were so inventive, in fact, that they started dreaming even bigger than bike making. They were still interested in planes, and followed the work of German aviator Otto Lilienthal, the first person to repeatedly successfully fly glider planes. In 1896, though, Lilienthal died in a glider crash. That would personally turn me off from planes, but for some reason, it inspired the Wrights to get into flying, to each their own, I guess. The Wrights decided to start working on their own glider designs. They moved to a town called Kitty Hawk, located in North Carolina's Outer Banks which are a string of barrier islands off the state's mainland. Also a great show on Netflix, but that's like a whole other story. Anyways, they chose Kitty Hawk because it was pretty windy, which was perfect for flights and also sandy for soft landings. Brilliant designers that they were, the Wrights realized that they could get their plane designs to take flight if they constructed the wings using something called wing warping, 
For example, using a system of pulleys and cables to twist the wings in opposite directions in flight. They got the idea from watching birds, who change the shape of their wings as they fly. The Wrights spent several years testing out gliders, and eventually they managed to manifest something called the Wright Flyer, a powered, heavier-than-air machine that could be piloted by a person. Their hard work paid off. On December 17, 1903, when Wilbur managed to successfully fly the Wright Flyer for a full 59 seconds, that was when the airplane was born. For the next few years, the Wrights continued to work on and improve their invention. They moved back to Ohio and built two more airplanes. They built the third, Flyer 3, in 1905. Orville almost died during a flight in July, but the Wrights persevered, adding modifications throughout the summer. By September, Flyer 3 was able to sustain long flights, starting at 17 minutes for 11 miles. On October 4th, Flyer 3 had her big moment. She flew for over 30 minutes. I should point out, though, that we're sort of cheating with this podcast. The really big day was actually October 5th when it flew 24 miles, 38 kilometers, in 39.5 minutes. That was when the airplane was born, and the right design was ready for its close-up. After a few years of pitching their plane successfully, the Wrights eventually managed to score contacts with the U.S. Army and European companies. They continued to improve upon their design and do demonstrations for private companies and government officials. The airplane design was a huge success, and thanks to the Wrights, the doors were open for advancements in aviation. Wilbur died of typhoid in 1912, less than a decade after the Wrights' first successful flight. Orville died in 1948, watching his design evolve even closer to the major form of transportation the plane is today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And for our music fact of the day, we actually have a special guest. Amy Allen is an amazing singer, songwriter, and producer based in California. She's co-written a bunch of amazing songs like Back to You with Selena Gomez and my personal favorite, Adore You by Harry Styles. But today, she's here to talk about her 2018 release with Halsey that racked over 1 billion streams on Spotify. So October 4th, 2018, I remember waking up and being super anxious because a song that was very near and dear to my heart was coming out that day called Without Me that I wrote with two badass chicks, DeLacy and Halsey, and also with one of my favorite people in the world, Louis Bell, who also produced it. And um, yeah, it was just a really enjoyable write and a song that I felt very, very deeply and personally and It was coming out that day, and so one of my best friends and I went pumpkin picking to keep my mind off of it. Um, And yeah, I was just shitting my pants. I was so nervous. Um, But the song ended up doing, you know, way better than I would have ever dreamed. And it was my first Billboard number one, and I just was so, so grateful to be a part of it. But that day was an absolute shit show because I was fucking terrified. Anyways... See you guys later. And for our final segment of the day, I'm going to go into my own photo archives and see what I was up to on October 4th in my life. 
On October 4th, I actually took my very first architecture class. So for those of you who don't know, I've mentioned it a handful of times, but I didn't end up going to college, but I did apply for a major in architecture and got so close as to visiting each campus that I got into and just decided that I was going to focus on music. But on October 4th, 2016, I took my very first architecture and design class and our goal with that day was to make a cube. We were cutting out of manila folders and just super gluing them together and cutting like shapes into them so we could each make our own individual design. And I have right here um, everybody's cubes stacked on top of each other. And I don't know, I just, I think that's like a really cute memory because if I wasn't doing music, I would probably be in school for design and studying that instead. So it's always interesting to me to think about what sort of path I might have led had I not pursued music. And that's all for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you like this podcast, be sure to subscribe and you can follow us anywhere at 365 Days MXM Tune to keep up as we roll out new episodes. Thanks so much for listening and I'll talk to you tomorrow. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough.